all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to this Bloomberg Quint podcast with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 7th of November. Let's first look at all the major updates from overseas. The corruption crackdown that took place in Saudi Arabia over the weekend saw crude prices surging. Brent and West Texas intermediate futures jumped to their highest level in more than 28 months on Monday. The move to arrest and detain princes and high-level government officials and businessmen is seen as a move that will consolidate power in the hands of Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. It is also expected to ease his path to the throne. Meanwhile, US President Donald Trump heads to Seoul today for the second stop in his Asian tour. He is expected to address South Korea's National Assembly on Wednesday to discuss what can be done about North Korea. As SoftBank's negotiations for a stake in Uber head into the final stretch, CEO Masayoshi Son has said that he could still walk away and perhaps even invest in Uber's rival Lyft. Now, the rise and rise in the value of Bitcoin has continued at an unprecedented pace. But while it might hit the $8,000 mark, Goldman Sachs analysts say that that could be the last big number we see for a while. But while they expect a pause, they're still optimistic that the cryptocurrency will move higher. Back home, Tata Chemicals will sell its phosphatic fertilizer business in a slump sale to IRC Agrochemicals for 375 crore rupees. The transaction will involve transfer of the company's Haldia plant, the bulk and non-bulk fertilizer trading businesses, working capital and product brands. But the deal does not require the outstanding subsidy amounts to be paid by IRC Agrochemicals. That's according to a statement by the two companies. In another acquisition that was announced yesterday, private equity firm Everstone Group has agreed to buy the Kenstar brand from debt-laden Videocon Industries. The amount of the deal has not been disclosed. However, it is expected to be closed in the near future, according to a company statement. India's Revenue Secretary Hasmuk Adia has been appointed as a Finance Secretary after Ashok Lavasa retired at the end of October. The government has reconstituted a panel which was formed to investigate the Panama Papers to probe cases in the Paradise Papers leak. The Income Tax Department has picked over 20,500 tax returns for detailed scrutiny suspecting discrepancies in incomes before and after demonetization. That's a PTI report. And just a month before Vijay Malia's extradition hearings are set to begin in London, India and the UK held talks to close loopholes in the immigration and extradition process on Monday. That's a report in the Mint. Here's a quick check on what's happened in the international markets now. US stocks climbed and bonds advanced while the dollar slipped on Monday. The S&P 500, Dow and Nasdaq all set fresh all-time closing highs to start the week with tech heavyweights and energy shares leading gains. In Asia, it's mostly positive, uh, with stocks in Japan and Australia gaining in early trade. The benchmark in South Korea was trading flat last I checked. Watch out for the Australian Central Bank's decision on policy rates that be out later today. Right, what are we looking at today with regard to the Indian market? Darshan Mehta is here with a trade setup and with all the stocks that you have to keep on your radar. Darshan, morning. Good morning, Alex. Asia at this point in time is muted, so is the SDX Nifty. So I believe it will be a very stock-specific day today. Now, in terms of numbers, Sipla is the only Nifty company that will come out with numbers. Some other important numbers, BHEL, Castrol, Future Retail, Prestige Estates, Thermax, VIP Industries. A lot of numbers came out after market hours yesterday. 
Strong numbers from Torrent Power, Judge Dial, LNT Infotech, KC International, NRB Bearing, Gujarat Industries, Gulf Oil Lubricants, and Jayaprakash Power Ventures. Inline set of numbers from Thomas Cook, and among the weak numbers, Gujarat Gas and TRF. Some of the stocks that you have to watch out for, Arcom is in pact with Vcom Media to sell Reliance, Big TV's DTH operations across India. Two QIPs, Muthut Capital and Mercator, both of them have launched their QIP. Later in the day, Sun Pharma's Israeli subsidiary Taro will report numbers. And Sagar Cement came out with its production and sales number, which were rather strong. The big IPO that opens today is HDFT Standard Life IPO. Devan Housing, Infibeam and Vokhart come in the FNO ban. And finally, JM, a big initiating report on DCB, which they expect a 27% upside. Federal Bank, they see a 20% upside. And City Union Bank, they see a 13% upside. But for more information, you can log on to our website, www.bloombergquin.com. You'll find much more interesting stuff that will help you start your trading day much profitably. Thanks for that, Darshan. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Do tune in over the course of the day to Bloomberg Quint Live. And especially don't miss Markets Editor Neeraj Shah's conversation with Ramdev Agarwal. That's the last part of a series and it's happening live at 11am today. So tune in and get all your queries about investing answered. That's all we have for you today. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.